Welcome to Clean Slate with Vicki and Joanna, the podcast that celebrates the power of new beginnings. Are you ready to hit the reset button and embrace change? We believe that everyone has a story to tell, and every day is a fresh start. I'm Vicki. And I'm Joanna. And together, we're your guides on this journey. Through candid conversations, expert insights, and a sprinkle of inspiration, we'll help you harness the courage to pursue your passions and overcome obstacles. So get ready to turn the page and begin anew, because with Clean Slate, every day is a chance to write your own story. Welcome to the latest edition of Clean Slate. Today, we are going to be talking about gratitude journaling. So this is something that I'm teaching on Wednesday nights at Church on Main in Snellville. We're on week, we just finished week two. So we're going to be starting week three this upcoming Wednesday. And the book is by Ann Voskamp. I have taught this particular study three times. (laughs) And I still am not implementing everything she talks about. But the book title is 1000 Gifts. It just recently had its 10th anniversary from its release and it is extremely popular and so many people have read the book it 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 comes from a place of trauma Uh, she the first couple of chapters are tough particularly chapter one but it it's so interesting to hear her trauma and then start to see the victory um, of overcoming that trauma And she even talks about how dreadful her life is, even after marriage and kids, how she would just wake up morning after morning, having to just get through the day. And then one morning was just different. And she started to look at gratitude, coming from a place of thankfulness. And quite honestly, I believe that is the secret to life, to living a a life well is coming from a place of gratitude instead of yelling and complaining and um, being selfish, uh, forgetting things, losing things, skipping out on things, neglecting things, coming from a place of bitterness. None of those are characteristics of God. And we need to be more like Jesus and look at things through the eyes of thankfulness. 12 hours before Jesus was crucified, he was thanking the Lord, and he knew what was coming. And why can't we, in our mess, find ways to be thankful and grateful? It's like when you, when you hear somebody whistling. If somebody's whistling a tune, that allows no room for being angry or mad or sad. Because if you're whistling, you have, got, you have got something in your spirit at that particular moment that is joyful. Mm-hmm. And we need to find ways to be joyful. And she calls it 1,000 gifts for a reason. She wants you to write down. So it literally can be a piece of paper. It could be a cheap little book. I got mine at TJ Maxx for $3.99. It even came with a beautiful gold pen. So if you go back to the stationary section of, you know, any of those types of places. 
And it says on the, the front cover of my little gratitude journal, it's the little things, a journal of daily gratitude. And you open it up and it's just lined paper. And I just write simple words, maybe a couple of phrases, but nothing, I'm not, it's not like a a daily journal in terms of long sentences and all of this. They're just words on a page and simple words like, I'm thankful I'm alive. I'm thriving. My good health, my good blood work numbers, um, sunshine, rain, snow, bumblebees, butterflies, birds, um, freshly washed hair. It's just all of these things that just make me so very happy to just be here. And when you're writing in these journals, this, this daily habit, and that's what it is. It is an, a lifestyle of gratitude because if you allow the bitterness, your stress, you know, maybe, maybe you're having some financial issues. Maybe you're having some health issues. Maybe you have got something going on that is just weighing heavy on your soul. Maybe you have what Ann Voskamp calls soul holes. You have got trauma that has actually left a gaping hole in your soul. What if the secret magic formula to fill those holes comes from a place of gratitude? She calls it a posture of gratitude. It actually becomes a new characteristic of who you are. So when you practice it, it's like going to the gym It doesn't just, you can't just do it once and think, oh, I'm full of gratitude now. It is a muscle that has to be worked, just like going to the gym. You want a healthy eating lifestyle? You can't just eat well once. You have to eat well every day. And that is what gratitude is. And what's wonderful, the almost immediate result is you start to feel better mentally. Your mental health becomes improved if you practice this. It, you, you can't help but be more positive because that's what a gratitude journal is. You look around and you start to see through a different set of, of glasses as, as a Christian or even if you aren't a Christian, but you start to come in a place of positivity <clears throat> that everything is, starts to become more beautiful. You know, we, it, it's a very cloudy, rainy day, but you know what I'm thankful for? I'd rather take the rain if the warm comes with it. So mm-hmm. we were, what, 12 degrees last week. Now we are at 70 today. 70. And thank yeah. you. Thank you, Lord, for giving me... I'm wearing flip-flops today. Get out. I am. I'm wearing my lime green flip-flops with my newly manicured toes. Thank you for manicurist, because I can't do my toes. Yeah, I need to lose you more know, weight. You know, I thought when, when uh, I started doing the journal, um, it was eye-opening because of how hard it was for me to come up with and I I started with like 10 things I'm thankful for and I did it at at night the first time so I was looking over thinking through the day so the first time I did it and I was going to do 10 things and it was difficult because there's so much 
I think I, I think I wear the stress pretty well, but there is a lot of stress in my life and everybody's. I mean, I'm not, I'm not special, but when I walk into the house in the evenings, it's, there's a heaviness because there's always, there's just stress. I don't know. Um, and so I'm sitting there trying to come up with 10 things and that's what made me realize I'm not in a mindset of gratitude. gratitude. Now our sermons have been all about this. They're so, you guys got to listen to some of them. They're pretty incredible. Um, which is just interesting that it kind of went along with that. But, um, each day it got a little easier and I will repeat the same things. I'm not just doing words, but I'm saying things that happened during the day that I'm, you know, that Kobe got home safe. Right. work you know and that's something we take for granted it is because that our kids are going to come home and or that you know i've got started taking for granted that mike cooks a nice dinner for me every night and i just expect it and right. so it's like wait i need to be grateful for that so there's there's a lot of things that you really have to s- spend time searching your soul and then realize uh, am i in a place of predominant negativity or Positivity. Well, let's just get real. You know, you heard the phrase, no news is good news. Mm-hmm. We need to be people who communicate the good news. It's, it's, it's so much easier. It's human nature. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, you got great customer service at a store. Do you actually go and reach out? Do you send an email? Do you let the store manager know that that, that cashier did a phenomenal job? It's no. We you only reach out when it's negative. Right. Where you should reach out when it's more positive. You have all these negative things you you feel throughout the day, but you don't recognize the positive ones. Mm-hmm. And when you realize that you have more positive than negative, even though you may think you have more negative, there's truly more positive to cancel that out. Yes. So if you kind of keep, you know, count of that. Right. And and that's why they say it is it has got to be practiced. Because it's not going to be an obvious event. It's not like these amazing things are going to happen to us every day. You, like you said, no news. Right. I mean, the the fact that we woke up virtually pain free, or you know, we woke up and we're all in good health. Nobody has the flu right now. No, you know, those things are positive. They're not going to necessarily be an event that. Oh, guess what happened to me today? That I was blessed. I'm so thankful that this happened. Or Right. You got an unexpected check in the mail. Those kind of things aren't, you're not going to fill up a page of those. <laughs> no. But the other day you mentioned when you dropped me off from the trip, how chaotic my house was when I walked in the door. Because it's always chaos. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I had five animals greet me at the door and everyone's barking. And and it know. looked like it, it was a full house. Like I couldn't. Every person was there. Yeah. So the, the driveway was, yes, it was football. And, but what a start. But yes. That's the gift is having everybody home. That's the gift to have animals that love me enough to greet me at the door. Even if they're wanting to play fetch right then and there. <laughs> right. Right. In in recognizing it, I will say that it looked like for a moment your your face changed from, <laughs> you know, that relaxed state to it just your your body Here is I now go. on alert. Mm-hmm. And because you you now it's unpacking, it's, you know, getting the laundry going, it's putting your your the things that you took to the farm back um, in its proper place in your home, it just all of a sudden you're kind of in work mode to mm-hmm. to get ready, and then it's a Sunday because you know Monday you got to get 
prepared for school. So it's all those things. Or maybe the podcast. That was the other thing. You probably had to finish the podcast. You go from one gear to the next. And that, it's just the stressors that we have. But it's finding the joy in it. Thankful for that noisy house. Thankful for all of those animals. And thankful for... Um, having a relationship with your kids that they want to be with you. Because imagine coming home and no one there, no one greeting me at the door, empty driveway. To me, that's worse. It would be sad. I would be very sad. In fact, I'm just not going to be a very good empty nester at all. Mm -hmm. I can definitely see you being a very involved grandma and maybe even homeschooling your grandkids. I would love that. That would be. I would love that. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't need to do that because Reese is all over it. But my other one, I mm-hmm. sure would like to do that. But and, I don't know that and, that's possible. And looking at it through the eyes of, because we've already done it. At least mm-hmm. Vicky and I have already gone through homeschooling kids. Oh, what how I, differently we would do that! And it would be pure joy. We would make learning so much more joyful you may have done some of that joyful learning I felt like I did in the early elementary maybe but I'm I'm with you it wasn't always joyful yeah there were good there were good times Mm -hmm. I mean I would love to if if Scott and I were to I don't know RV this thing yeah like take the grandkids to actual you know living history type field trips in other states or go visit national parks or to to have that learning just take place Dean Academy on the move oh my gosh there's going to be a YouTube channel I see it in my future <laughs> but um so here's just get started do not overcomplicate this thing let it be a single word don't don't try to feel like you've got to be eloquent here's here's a simple one that I put on here cologne so the reason why I put cologne on there is I'd asked my kids, hey, what do you want for, for Christmas? And Sam said, I would like some nice cologne. And I'm like, oh, that's tough because, you know, what I like, will he like it? So you want to get a fairly popular brand, but not too popular that everybody smells like that. So I found him one that I absolutely love. And he loves it too. And I told him, I said, this is not like Axe body spray where you need eight squirts Mm -hmm. because it'll fade in no time. I said, this is nice stuff. So a little goes a long way. So I told him you spray it in the air and you walk into it because you want it to kind of just be everywhere and don't overdo it. And because this stuff will not fade like some of the cheap stuff does. And I remember the first time he's like, mom, smell me. And I just loved that he got his cologne and that he's asking me to to see how it smells on him. And it's just a sweet moment between mother and son that I'm so glad that we were able to do. And it's those types of things. It's almost like what a picture does, what a camera does with a picture. It freezes it in time. That's what a gratitude journal does. It freezes it. It's written down in your handwriting. It's something that when you're long gone, that your kid is able to open this up and get a snapshot of what you felt like 
when you were 54 years old and you wrote that in that journal and in just capturing all the good things what a wonderful gift that would be for your children or grandchildren to find about you and I, I can't think of a sweeter little gift that would be than to have a few of these laying around for the days that you have left and that's the other thing I did the I did the math on if I live the average age, uh, you know, 80, if I live to be 80 and I subtract out the number of years I've already lived, I mean, I'm down into four digits of, of days I have left. I think it was like 8,000 days, 8,000 days. That doesn't don't, seem like don't very do much. That. Yeah, don't do that. Don't, don't, don't count days. But it's. And that's if, I, if I'm if i lucky enough to live the average age. But I think in a good way, it's like, if you've only got 8,000 days left to live on this earth, why in the world would you spend just a second being ungrateful or being bitter or angry? Our days are numbered. And maybe we only have three days left. Mm-hmm. Maybe we have 10,000 days left. But they are numbered. We, we're not getting out of this life alive. It, well, alive in Jesus in heaven. But we're going to leave this earth in some capacity in a very particular time frame. We just don't know when that is. Quit wasting seconds, valuable seconds of your day in negativity. Because this is it. And what a gift it is for everyone that knows you and loves you, that you ooze positivity. Mm-hmm. And that cannot just happen overnight. It's, a, it's, it's the working out. It's the eating right. It's practicing, 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 practicing. I can't lift 50 pounds of a barbell. But if I worked out every single day and pushed myself every single day, one day I could pick up a 50-pound barbell and lift it with my bicep if I choose to do so. I'm just picking an analogy here. Same with, like, you may not be a very grateful or thankful person today, but a week from now, a month from now, a year from now, you can convert the entire way you look at things through the eyes of positivity versus the negativity if you practice today. So don't, just don't even waste another second. Just go find... And like I said, it can just be regular old copy paper and staple it and make your own little book with it. And just start writing down things that you are grateful for and practice it. If you hate it, you know, no big deal. You don't have to do it again. But I promise you, it changes, it rewires your brain. And that's, that's what I want everyone to know is if you practice it every single day, just like brushing your teeth, if you write down things that you're grateful for, promise you. It will be life-changing. All right, what are you guys? That one thing I like to do is I actually like to look back and kind of, I really wish I had dated this. So I would think it's important to every now and then just put a date on it, you know, June I've been 2023 mine. or whatever. So I don't have the dates on mine, but a lot of these I can tell when it was based on what I, what I said I was grateful for. So this looks like it's probably November. I'm not really sure when we started the when I did that last one with you. I'd say at least, what, 
four years ago, maybe? Maybe because I have thunder in November. That was one of the things that I had put down as being grateful for. And then you can kind of tell when it was something that I came out of the hospital because then I mentioned insulin. You know, I'm grateful for insulin and grateful for, you know, my equipment that I have and the doctors that I have. And I don't put I'm grateful. I just put a number, like number 142 says, calls from kids just checking in. You know, I have on here, number 155 is Carson. So Carson's new to our family. But I can kind of go through here and, and guess, like, here's 75 hard. And, and I'm thinking right now, I don't know if I'm going to be grateful for that. But I, I put that on here because apparently I was um, <laughs> at the time. At the time. At the time. One of, one of yours that stands out is the first time the heater comes on in your house. Yes. Yeah, so this one <laughs> says here, the first time it turns on, uh, the smell of the heat, the first time it turns on, which is I, actually pretty gross when you think about it. because it's, it's dust. It's dust burning off. I love it, though. I, I I'm the same. Is it? It is, yeah, I don't like the smell. Oh, I love it. I do like it. I'm the same way. I, I love the smell of gasoline at... I at, like... Yeah, I do like at, the smell at of the gasoline. gas pump. Me too. So we can put that under the smell of gasoline. <laughs> I know. I know. Mom was a sick puppy. Yeah. And yeah. I have on here like YouTube ambience. Thanksgiving oh, at yes. home. Yeah. Homeschool life. It, yeah. it just... What it does is makes you more cognizant of as you move through your day, you know, you're thinking about, oh, this is something I'm going to write down mm-hmm. because you're just more aware of... What are the things you're taking for granted? What are the things you... It just turns your perspective. Like, mm-hmm. Yep. And it because rewires you think about it. it, what is it... I know it's a lot of human nature. What is it about being, you know, complaining and being negative and always thinking, you know, the worst, being a pessimist? What does that do for you? That me- Why do people choose that? Is it selfishness? Is it, like, what is it that he- makes people choose to be upset over... I think Grateful. it's I think it's our natural sinful nature as humans, because um, I think Anne is the one, uh, the author of the book, One Thousand Gifts. She says something along the lines of sin is the product of coming from a state of ingratefulness, just not being grateful for what you have. So if you think of the original sin of um, Adam and Eve in, in the forbidden fruit. It's they they committed a sin because they were not satisfied and thankful for what they did it's have. It's a lack of contentment, right? But I, it, when I see it in other people that I'm close to, I feel like the core of it is selfish. Like because you believe that your needs should be met, um, you should not have stress, right? You you know things should just work out smoothly i think it's all about that inner selfishness that we some people's work you know we're all like that some people just struggle more with getting emotional about things not going a certain way or wishing you had something that you know you can't have right so selfishness and um ambition and greed and things like that that are human nature but i think it exposes itself more in your your thoughts right day to day to day and how you react to other people and she she calls it it's when you're empty Mm -hmm. when you're empty you that's that's kind of your perception of your life how do you become fulfilled Mm -hmm. and her methodology is if Again, whether you're a Christ believer or not, 
you can still be grateful and thankful for what you do have. It is ultimately what comes, what is produced in in being thankful for what you have is living fully with what you do have Mm -hmm. and being that content, having that content nature about yourself. And that I had been chasing after in my 20s and 30s, chasing, chasing, chasing after stuff. A lot of tends to be material stuff. It um, maybe being envious or jealous of other people's lifestyles Mm -hmm. and realizing, holy moly, I bet there are a lot of people that would trade that would trade their lives for mine strictly because of my marriage or my relationship with my kids. And it's like, I brought this up in class yesterday. Um, So Scott is real adamant that we're not replacing our living room furniture because we still have dogs. So when Toby was a puppy, he like ate our couch. Mm -hmm. So my couch looks like something that somebody would throw away in a dumpster and it's sitting in my living room with a blanket covered over it but you know what it's it's very it's very lived in but you can tell it bothers me i hate that i feel like i cannot have people over because i i i look like a pathetic person so let me just let me just kind of leave you with this If you remember back in the Bible, one out of 10 lepers that Jesus cured, only one of them came back to say thank you. Mm -hmm. And Jesus said, rise and go. Your faith has made you well. And what was curious, and you know, you've read that several times, what made him well was the fact that Jesus cured him. Except the focus on your faith has made you well. So then she started to deep dive a little bit. And she went into, I guess, the original language. The word was sozo, which means well or whole. So it's like your faith had made you sozo, well or whole. But what that also means is to save. So sozo is salvation. And that is true wellness, complete wholeness. To live sozo is your uh, is to live the full life. So what she's saying there is that okay, great. Maybe you come to know Christ, you are saved. But what goes hand in hand with salvation is thankfulness. And in, in living a life of thanksgiving, that gratitude. And another thing she said here is that thanksgiving prepares the way that God might show us his fullest salvation in Christ. Because I think we have a lot of believers out there that have come to know Christ through salvation, yet they're not acting like it. So what if the secret to life in living well is to take your salvation and couple that with gratitude? And we only then can live this full life of salvation.
because I think we're missing out. I think it makes sense because if you're if you're negative, if you are complaining, focus is on you. If you are grateful, the focus is not on you. Right. And if you are a believer, the focus is on on Christ. That's that's the difference. Right. I mean, and and he doesn't. I mean, we're here to to glorify him that's right. our purpose so right. that is what gets us to the purpose is to put the light onto him you're grateful for what what he has given you or just his presence exactly when you're negative it's all about you right right which is direct conflict to where we're supposed to be exactly well said and finally you cannot experience the fullness of salvation until you express the fullness of your thanks every single day period and that needs to be our ultimate goal is to be an example of what it's like to truly walk for christ and in christ and that shame on me it's i i should be exuding jesus because of what he he chose me to be his daughter how dare I be un- ingrateful um, for anything that he has given me? Right. And, and it, or feel like it's not enough. That's, right. That's kind of where I get caught up. I know, you know, a lot of people get, because you want, you want for more. You had planned for more. And when that consumes your thoughts, instead of just being recognizing what you do have, it's... Um, it is direct contrast to what we're supposed to be. Right. And it's like if you want true peace in your life, like true peace, where every step of every day you feel like this is exactly where I'm supposed to be, it comes from a place of gratitude. Mm-hmm. And that's where the happiness comes in. Not happiness. Joy. Joy. Mm-hmm. Joy. Joy. That, that's. Count it all joy. All of it trials everything everything absolutely everything well we're going to talk more about that as we unfold in the book it'll just be every once in a while because but it's really good go spend you know 12 15 dollars on amazon and go get ann Voskamp's book 1000 gifts go to the library it will change your it'll change your outlook it is a tough at the very beginning but it, it really starts to unfold into such a beautiful way of looking at the world. It brought my toddling salvation walk into a full-on sprint. And, it, and here I am reading it for the third time. And it's like I've read it. I'm reading it for the first time. And it just, it, it's a practice. You've got to, to exercise that gratitude muscle. Until we meet again, have a great day. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Clean Slate with Vicki and Joanna. We hope you found the motivation to start fresh. Don't forget to hit subscribe, rate, and leave a review. Your feedback helps us bring you more stories of resilience and reinvention. Remember, life is an ever-unfolding story, and you hold a pen. Embrace the power to create your own clean slate filled with hope, purpose, and the endless possibilities. Until next time, keep writing your story and always be ready for new beginnings.